Hi, JJ here with The Out of Value. Welcome. Well, today we're going to look at more of Warren Buffett's interview from Japan. He did a long interview with CNBC not long ago, and so I'm going to pull out some highlights and discuss them. Today it's about what he thinks about the Fed and the job Jay Powell's doing with the economy right now. Does he think Jay Powell's doing a good job? Let's see what he said. What do you think of the job the Fed is doing right now? I, I, I do not think I could run the Fed as well as Jay Powell's run. I think Jay Powell's been a terrific, uh, and part of the job, well, look at Paul Volcker back in the 1980s. I mean, people were sending him, you know, I mean, he was, he needed Secret Service protection and everything else. But, uh, 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 but in the end, he felt his responsibility was to do the right thing at the Fed, and he didn't give a damn about what anybody wrote about him or anything else, and, and I think that He's one of my heroes, and I think he's one of Jay Powell's heroes. Well, as he saw there, he thinks that Jay Powell's doing a terrific job at the Fed. Now, there's been a lot of criticism of the Fed and Jay Powell recently with uh, inflation and saying that inflation was would be transitory and then putting up rates, which disappointed a lot of growth investors who thought that the low rates would go on forever and stocks would grow to the sky but that wasn't to be of course it really hurt the stock market and so there are a lot of investors being critical but Warren Buffett thinks that Jay Powell's doing a great job he compares him to Paul Volcker there in the 1970s when inflation took off he got a lot of criticism back then but he brought inflation down raised rates and people didn't like that then but it it did kind of work and as he said it uh, jay powell is follows volcker likes to think so there may be no end in sight for interest rates until something more breaks of course silicon valley bank has broken there have been other things that have broken the uh, saying is that they raise up rates until something breaks things are breaking how much more will break before they start to bring rates down in any case, well, that remains to be seen. But Warren Buffett thinks that Jay Powell is doing a terrific job. And I think Jay Powell is, did the same thing, actually, in March of, of uh, 2021, where we went into the pandemic, I think, at the annual meeting that year. I said, you know, that he was a hero and he is a hero. And you have to you have to act and you have to act on insufficient information. And you've got a you've got an ultimate responsibility to the American public. It doesn't mean you can stop recessions. It doesn't mean that you can turn bad loans into good loans or anything else. But it, it does mean that you got to keep the system working. And the system came close to stopping. And if you read a book called Trillion Dollar Triage, you can, you can get it on a day-by-day account. And people don't know how close it was. And, and Jay Powell did not call for studies or position papers and, you know, like the debate and everything. You just don't do it. You act. And that's what Paul Booker did. And, and I thank heavens, you know, Jay Powell was there. I mean, you could have gotten a very different result in March of, of uh, 2020 after the pandemic broke out. So he goes into details a bit here. He says that Jay Powell did a great job during the pandemic in March 2020 when the economy seized up the world economy, really, when the lockdowns happened, when the pandemic hit. People freaked out and the economy was set to go into possibly a depression, people were saying. And so he thinks Jay Powell did the right thing there. He's got a lot of praise for Jay Powell and what the Fed did, no matter the consequences, no matter the criticism that was going on. And he mentions a book there, The Trillion Dollar Triage, which I'll put a link to in the description and a referral link there, 
Uh, a recommendation from Warren Buffett to read that book. Don't hear that very often. People have forgotten now when the pandemic hit back in March 2020. Those of us who were in the stock market back then saw shares go down a lot, suddenly drop hugely. We thought it was going to be a depression. We thought it was going to be a long bear market. Of course, what happened was all the stimulus and the market rocked it up. If you're in the market then, if you're new to the market, maybe you don't remember that, but that's what happened. There was a, a deep dip and the people who bought stocks there did did fairly well. The stocks have kind of gone back. A lot of stocks have gone back to, to around that period or before the pandemic, almost some of them. But the market rocketed up and we got a bubble. So that's why there's a lot of criticism. But Buffett's got a lot of praise for Jay Powell in that situation. Did the Fed keep rates low for too long after uh, that? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, we won't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what they precisely should do. Nobody does. And they follow conventional wisdom and all of that. And sometimes, sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. But, but since 1942, you know, we've made all kinds of mistakes in this country. And we'll continue to make them. But somehow the system works pretty damn well. I'd rather own stocks than bonds over, over many years. I'd rather own part of America than try to squirrel my money away somehow. <laughs> Other place, I thought, you know, maybe in Switzerland, Credit Suisse or something like that. So Becky Quick asked him if he thinks that the Fed kept rates too low for too long. Of course, we got inflation out of it. The Fed thought that inflation was transitory and was criticism was that they left rates too low for too long and it really stimulated the economy too much. Inflation took off. We had the supply chain problems, of course. And uh, the Fed just didn't believe the inflation would take off. And of course it did. But Buffett says that we've made mistakes. The US has made mistakes over many years since 1945. I think he said there for a long time, probably a long time before that. And it's worked out all right. Again, he, he goes back to something he says quite often about that. He, he says, don't bet against America. He's been happy to have money in investments in American stocks, which of course is investment in in companies, not just stocks, the stocks of companies. So it's a bet on American companies that have done very well over time. And he doesn't see that changing anytime soon. People are, uh, they don't really get any wiser about this sort of thing. People, somebody else fire, they're going to run for the, the door. I mean, and, and uh, it, it, it's, it's built into, fear is so easy to arouse in people. And you talk about fear about their money. They don't really understand the system necessarily or anything of the sort. And they can actually, by their own actions, then create what they were afraid of. It, 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 it's, a, it's a very interesting phenomenon. Now, we've got a system that, that works, but people are still scared when they get scared. And it, it's, being scared is so contagious. You can't imagine what it was like that weekend after Silicon Valley. I mean, you know, the guy that... Drives me around because I can't see that well, and, and you know, all he was talking was banking, you know, and and, and he was, you know, what should he do? And it, it, it it's uh, unnecessary fear is is a terrible thing. So here Buffett's talking about fear, investor fear, and general panic and fear. He talks about his driver, how his driver asked him what he should do in this last panic, the banking panic when Silicon Valley Bank 
collapsed and it was thought that it was going to spread to regional banks. So people ask him about that. He says it's contagious. Fear is contagious. Of course, there was about panic, real contagion in a health crisis, but also fear in the market when in March 2020 things went down. There was a lot of fear. Of course, he says people fear unnecessarily. What he doesn't say there, which he's said before, is that he's that's the exact moments that he has in the past taken advantage of the market. It's You could say that that's what's made him so rich as a value investor, uh, running into the fire while people are running out of it and buying up. And so he waits, is patient. He doesn't buy in these big bull markets, these bubbles that we had. Uh, he He's bought a lot over the last year. Berkshire Hathaway's bought a lot over the last year when we've had the bear market. So he could say that he's become one of the wealthiest people in the world because of this investor psychology. And so he, he kind of wishes that wasn't there, that there's unnecessary fear and panic, but it does happen. It happens over and over again. I've seen it in, in the last few years more than once. And that banking crisis with Silicon Valley Bank, just the latest example. So you look around and you're not worried at this point? Well, at 92, I've got other things to worry about. <laughs> no, I, I am... I'm, I'm not, I, I don't worry about our ability. There's things I worry about, sure. I worry, I worry about the nuclear threat. I worry about a pandemic in the future and all kinds of things. But I, I don't worry about them because I can't do anything about them. But I, no, I don't, I, I never go to bed worried about Berkshire uh, and how we'll handle things. If I'm worried about Berkshire, I should, get, I should figure out something different to do about what Berkshire is doing. But Berkshire is my responsibility and, and and I, I think I was very, very, very lucky uh, that Berkshire happened to be in America, and I happened to be in America. And I was born in 1930, and I've, I've been in a golden age ever since I was born. The, the GDP per capita is up like sixfold or sevenfold in one person's lifetime. There's never been anything like that in the history of mankind. The world has changed so much for the better in terms of you know, how, how well off people are compared to any other time in history. If I'd been born 150 years ago and I went to the dentist, I mean, you know, they'd pour whiskey down me and all kinds of, there's just all kinds of improvements. And, but it's man's nature to be dissatisfied. And, and politics does stir that up. And, and you've got to say, if you're out of power, that, that the other guy is screwing up and you could do better. And that's just built into the system. But, but that was the case when I was a kid and it's the case today. So Becky asked him if he's worried, if he's concerned about the current situation, and he kind of historicized it. He is philosophical about it. He talks about that we're living in the best time ever to be alive, <laughs> joking about how if you went to the dentist a long time ago, they'd pour whiskey down you instead of anesthetic or whatever. And he talks about Berkshire, that he's not even worried about Berkshire. He does worry about these these uh, these big crises that happen in terms of disasters, and that's probably because they have an insurance company. I know he's talked in the past about having a double disaster, say if there was a massive hurricane and an earthquake at the same time or whatever, and the nuclear threat. So that's one of the reasons that they hold so much cash at Berkshire, over $100 billion uh, they have in the past. And being insurance, he's had to think about that. But in general, he says, you know, he's been living in a golden age for his whole life. And remember, he's over 90, so it's a long time. So again, don't bet against America. And uh, he says people shouldn't worry so much. It'll work itself out.
This is kind of a constant message that he comes out with at these times of panic, saying, don't worry so much, people. As I said, I've been doing a series of episodes from this long Warren Buffett interview, pulling out different topics that have been talking about. If you want to see the last one, it was about the what he's got to say about the banking crisis. Is there a banking crisis? He had quite a bit about to say, expert on banking. So I'll put that link to that video here and to the whole playlist right here if you want to go back, if you haven't seen those already. I think you might enjoy them if you enjoyed this one. Thanks very much for watching or listening and I'll see you next time.